Views, ideas, and opinions of all of us here at Lucia at Night and our guests are their own. And you should always seek additional professional opinion and advice pertaining to any of the topics discussed here on Lucia at Night. Hello, and welcome to Lucia at Night, episode number two. We are so excited to be back. I am here with Sarah Kay. Hello. And Krista L. Hello. <laughs> I don't know if they want to give their last names, but Sarah's just Sarah Kay. So I, yeah. has that always been your nickname, Sarah? No, I've oh. had lots of nicknames, but Sarah Kay just somehow stuck. It really did like, stick. Just recently. I don't know why, but it's like. Were there a lot of other Sarahs or? No. no. I don't know. I, I just, I I have no idea why. where it came from. Yeah. That's how you were introduced to me. Yeah. Krista, you're, that's just like it's a just one Krista. word name. It's yeah. just Krista. Yeah. Like I've Lucia. actually never really had nicknames and I, I kind of feel a little really? li- what? left out. Yeah. I mean, since it's Lucia at night, let's just take a second. Never a nickname? Never a nickname. We could think of one. Or it's, no one's called you like Chris or anything? No, there was one oh, person. Some people hate that nickname. Oh, I, I do. I, oh, okay. I had a feeling. Yeah. I just had a feeling you could be that <laughs> yeah. person. In fact, yeah. there's one person that still will sometimes call me Chris. Um, and when I was young and I was taking swimming lessons, my swim instructor would always say, Chris, and I would Mm. say, ta. And so then he would start (laughs) saying, okay, Miss Ta. And Uh, that was it. So, uh, but never, never a nickname. Always Krista. That is so funny. Sarah Kay. Yes. Is that your nickname? Uh, oh, I, I mean, I've repeating. Had, I've had lots of nicknames. Actually, a lot of people will sometimes just refer to me as my last name, or they'll call what, me Star. Say your last name. I don't know how to pronounce it. Krulicki. Krulicki. Polish. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> Polish. But that's a hard. That's that's a mouthful. So yeah. is mine. That's so. There, I, there you go. The K. Yeah, Sarah K. Sarah K. Yeah, Sarah K. Just shortened it. But. No one's ever been called me by my last name because they never know how to say my last name. So mm-hmm. I feel like it would be the same for you. Well, actually, it's funny. A lot of like my coaches growing up and even now, like at my gym, they'll sometimes just refer to me as Krulicki. Really? But, yeah. But like friends will call me SARS, Sarah, Sarah. Well, SARS isn't a good nickname. Well, they called me like. It's like an epidemic. <laughs> well, it, it was like, like in college, you know, they called me SARS epidemic. Bars or something. Yeah. Like, uh, or I Sarah kind of like SARS. Like I don't Sarah. think of it as a disease. Before the outbreak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. No, I've had a lot of, lot of nicknames. I have not, really. Well, we're going to come up with one then. That's that. going to be our mission. We'll come yeah, we'll up think with of one for you. For okay. Krista. I've, always, I've had Looch, which drove me crazy. Mm. But if I hear someone call me Looch, it's either my mother, because that was my like middle school, high school sports hmm. and college sports nickname, yeah. Looch. But so if I hear someone say that, I know that they've known me like because by the time I was 19, I was like, let's stop this Looch thing. <laughs> so you met me before 19 if mm. you call me Looch. Mm. But um, and when people hear doesn't it just sound like Looch? It, it definitely sounds like like Mask, a sports a sports nickname. A sports nickname. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I played sports, so. <laughs> Um, well, as we think of nicknames, uh, first of all, happy almost Thanksgiving. This episode is we're one week from Thanksgiving. Um, second of all, just a few updates about the show since we're emerging. Um, we're going to start off once a month and then hopefully move in as the audience grows into doing it more. Um, but 
you're going to see, you've probably already seen Sarah and Krista's pictures pop up. You're going to see their beautiful faces come 2020. We're just working out all of the technical details here at Lucia Night. Um, So you'll see them live, just like you see me. Um, And for now, you'll just have to settle for their (laughs) awesome photos that they gave. Sarah K is going to take a new one. Krista, do you already have one picked out in your mind? Uh. It's on no. the screen right now. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, she so will. she already picked one out by the right. time you're seeing. <laughs> It'll do. Same face. Much. So Lucia Nine is all about if you're tuning in for the first time, um, learning how to love yourself and others well, which is a hard thing to do. Um, and also having some fun. Because I think one of the biggest things we forget to do on our journey sometimes, especially when we're so busy, is to have fun. So this is a fun, informative show about having uh, how to love yourself and others well, and all the people and places and things in your life, just like shutting the door in your day and lighting up your night. Um, so welcome to the show. If you're tuning in, I know that you have a lot of places you can spend your time. So thanks for spending it with us. Today's show is all about the holidays. We're like, do you guys consider yourself in full holiday swing? I consider myself in full holiday anxiety. Hence why I just want to have those cookies. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I, I brought these cookies um, for Krista and Sarah because we tape and it's like, okay, shout out to Pepper. I used to love Pepperidge Pepper Farms. Farm. I yeah. had a gluten, like a celiac. I have celiac, but shout out to Pepperidge Farm. Aren't they They're just pretty re- good? Yeah. Remi- good? Do you yeah. like them too, Sarah? Yeah. Okay. Cause I feel like I'm like borderline old. So like, I don't know if this <laughs> is like a, but Pepperidge Farm's still cool. Yeah. Sarah's oh, yeah. our hip millennial. <laughs> well, do they I'm like make a millennial the, like, the cusp, like Milano so. cookies? Is that yeah, Pepper yeah. Farms? Yeah, I love the oh, Milano I love, cookies. I love the yeah. double chocolate Milanos. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mm. want to know. So I was between Milano and those, but I told you I made chocolate chip cookies, right. which I did. And then I ate them all <laughs> because I am in. Well, I'm actually in a lot of stress over my personal life, which we'll talk about. Mm. Um, but part of it is holiday. Do you guys feel like you're in the swing of holiday stress? No, but so for me, I still at that age where I'm not like preparing for like someone's preparing for you. Yeah. So oh, I like that age. I'm in the spirit of <laughs> holiday. I have the holiday spirit, but I don't have the stress just yet. Okay. So Sarah's <laughs> the recipient of all of our holiday <laughs> stress because right now your mom is listening and she's probably like, yeah. I'm so stressed out. Well, my aunt is doing Thanksgiving this year. My mom's got Christmas. So my mom's not stressed yet. But okay. But, but <laughs> my aunt probably is. You're stressed out. Um, that's hysterical. <laughs> so it's like, that's no, I'm carefree. Yeah. So that's if you're below the age be. of 30, you're probably yeah. loving this right now. If you're above the age of 30, you're feeling probably some of the feelings that I feel. Krista, what about you? So I guess then if you're above the age of 50 and you have kids that are grown and uh, there aren't any grandchildren, Krista has y- you kind of don't have any stress either because I'm not sure that I'm going to, you know, be hosting my kid. Like, uh, I'm not sure what I'm doing. So no, I don't, I don't have, I don't have any stress. So let's talk. So I'm the only one that's stressed (laughs) apparently. Um, I remember, so when I was married and I have five Mm -hmm. nephews at the time, I didn't have that many, but we hosted all the time and Mm. it was like shopping, um, menu, making sure there was activities for the kids. I'd have like activities tables. It was full on. And even now I have different stress, which is why I love Lucia at night, because I do feel like it's a place for sort of um, 
connection. So talking about that stuff, because there's a lot of people probably listening that are in the grips of planning Mm -hmm. what their holiday meals are, making sure all the presents are gotten, um, which I can totally relate to. But also the flip side of that is after a divorce and a transition and different things, like now it's more like, wait, um, what do I do? Cause I used to host these huge Mm. holidays. So now you're like going to someone else's house, which is a weird transition. So I feel like this is still a transitional holiday for me. Um, Sarah's like basically counting down the days. You have an (laughs) advent calendar, don't you? Or some, uh, I don't have an advent calendar, but we I do. just could feel it. She we, we just have something in the, the days. Yeah. Just so like, everyone knows, I ate out. an advent calendar yesterday, and it's not even. It's yesterday. It, it's not even calendar. December first. No, I was like, did this say October first? <laughs> I I'm in like the Christmas spirit early this year. I don't know what it was. I was singing christmas music on halloween and i I love halloween so i was Mm. like what is going on this year i am in the christmas spirit too but it is still like a tinge of like well i guess like i don't know i guess christmas shopping might be a little stressful but like everything else i'm i'm a bit carefree right now about so i probably should have i mean i celebrate christmas because i was born and raised catholic even Mm -hmm. though but i'm still i'm christian now um do you sell it sounds like christmas since you said christmas christmas Christmas. yep okay well hanukkah happy hanukkah to Mm -hmm. the people that celebrate in kwanzaa i feel like Mm -hmm. those are the three big ones that we're stumbling upon and then just the general marketing holiday season which throws in even more stress i feel like i feel like there's four holiday seasons there's just the consumer holiday season and then our religious holiday seasons. Yeah. So Sarah's excited. Yeah. She's like the Christmas elf right now. <laughs> um, Tinsel the elf. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first name I thought of. Is that, is that your name? That's sure. not an elf? Okay. No, I don't know. She's very excited. <laughs> she is. I think you're going to get some emails too. <laughs> like Tinsel the elf. Flash your picture again. Yeah. Um, and Krista, how are you feeling this holiday season? Well, if she's tinsel, el- you know, what did you say? <laughs> tinsel Tin- the elf. <laughs> tinsel the elf. Uh, I love it. Can I have an elf name? Uh, sure. Let me think of, I got to think of. Okay, you think names. of that. Yeah. We'll, we'll, hear, we'll listen to Krista's and then I, I think we deserve elf names as well. <laughs> yeah, I think I want an elf name. Um, but right now it's, uh, it, it is another transitional holiday for me. So I haven't really. Um, I'm just kind of floating on neutral right now. I I just really don't know how I feel. You know, you mentioned religious holiday. I just don't know. Like I'm searching for meaning of what these holidays are and how do I want to make them um, special, special, if, if at all, like why, why, you know, just because the calendar rolls around. So now I have to get into a whole different mindset and mode and I'm not, I'm not sure I'm buying it right now i'm just okay so she's skeptic yeah (laughs) i'm mildly depressed i'm gonna diagnose myself (laughs) no i'm just kidding we need a a lot of tinsel elf i'm just kidding i'm not depressed (laughs) i feel like i'm i'm borderline right now i just have a lot of stress hence the cookies and i try not to emotionally eat if you listen to well seekers just as a side if you we have another podcast well seekers um, which I should recruit you guys for too. It's more serious, so maybe not tinsel, but um <laughs> I can I can be serious. <laughs> 
just kidding, Sarah. <laughs> I don't know. It was the first, like, I feel like every time you, you see a Christmas movie, there's always an elf named Tinsel. So really? What Christmas movies are you watching? <laughs> uh, because I have watched a lot Rudolph, and I've never run into one. I don't know. I just Rudolph feel like, has Tinsel Rudolph the elf? Tinsel? I don't know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> probably. But, it's but probably they should. an elf or something. There's probably a Tinsel. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to do a shout out right now. If someone has listened um, or to this and knows anything about Tinsel the Elf, please tweet us or Instagram us because I'm pretty sure Sarah's lying. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, know. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. It doesn't matter. Do you have elf names for us? Oh, uh, mm. well, I feel like elf names always have something to do with like Christmas. So like there's probably like a jolly or what's the, like, what about a hopeful, hopeful the elf? Hopeful? I mean, maybe hope. Hope. That's yeah. Me. I oh, think that would work. That's I, a good I one. I want to be hope the elf. Hope the elf. That okay. works. I'll take it. What about Krista? What do you want to be named after? <laughs> so I'm sitting here with a Grinch face on. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> oh, maybe, skeptic? But wait, the Grinch is my favorite movie. Is it? Yeah, it's, my favorite it's a pretty Christmas. good one. Actually, I, I love the cartoon. You gotta love the Grinch. I but mean, I, I also love the live action one too. It's so funny. I've never seen the live action one. With Jim Carrey? Oh yeah! Oh, I love That's that. That's considered movie. oh live action. Yeah, because okay. it's not the yeah. cartoon. Right. I was thinking Broadway. I was like, oh, which no. it is on Broadway. I think is it really? It was Grinch. on, or it was on off Broadway. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't almost know that. went. Um, now Sarah knows what she's doing next weekend. Yep. So um, <laughs> wait, wait. I don't have a nickname. Oh for yeah. an Elf. See, this is Skeptic. what happens to me. Hmm. She's like, hello. <laughs> See, nobody, nobody can do it. <laughs> I don't what know. What about like <laughs> hesitant? Hesitant. What's something, another word for hesitant? How about this? How about we ask people to name you? Oh, boy. Krista <laughs> needs an elf name. I need If it. you could come up with an elf name for Krista, you'll be entered to win. How about one of our my Well Seekers boxes? There you oh, go. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So if you can come up with a nickname for Krista, you will win one of our Warm and Bright is, this, is the theme of this season's um, Well Seeker box. It's all about warming yourself from the inside out. Um, we're changing the name of the boxes in 2020. So stay tuned for that. Mm. Um, oh, that's what I was saying. If you want some real, actual, more serious information about um, <laughs> if you face a holiday stress and anxiety um, and different situations, maybe you have some family situations um, as far as like PTSD and different things like that. I'm going to put the link, um, but Well Seekers did a show just a few days ago um, with Dr. Danica Harris, and she came on and she talked about this. There was no elf naming um, or anything like that, um, so not quite as interesting, but definitely as informative. So if you need help with that, definitely take a listen. Um, and we're going to have someone come on. Krista, you actually know him, mm-hmm. Pete Parada. Okay. He's yep. a licensed professional counselor. He's going to come on and talk about what the definition of family is during the holidays uh-huh. and how, if you feel disconnected this holiday season, how you can reconnect since we're all about connection and tinsel <laughs> and hope and, and question, question mark, question mark. <laughs> story of my this life. holiday season. <laughs> um, before Pete comes on, does anyone have, I know for me, I have had really amazing, special tinsel filled (laughs) holidays with my family of origin. And they have been awesome. And then I've had holidays where the only thing I wanted to do, like I have a really good friend, Christian and his feet. I went to his family for a couple Mm. of Christmases just because I needed to be, it was really when I was going through my divorce, like away. Um, and I may even see Christian this holiday season it's TBD. Um, and 
I just feel like Christmas has changed as I get older and I've had really special Christmases with nephews, watching them open presents. Mm. It's like, I think kids, Krista could probably speak to just add this beautiful element to the holiday season. Mm. So what is your experience, Krista and Sarah with the holidays to date? To date? I I mean, the holidays, yeah, they, they've always been great. I mean, I love them. Um, It just takes me like, I don't start getting it until like the week before, you know, mm. so, so that's oh, what so happens to me. So I miss out on the fun, maybe fun or maybe stress or oh. whatever, but like it, you know, I, I condense it all into that week. So all yeah. that stress that I could have, you know, avoided and, and stretched out, but no, the holidays, uh, my family of origin, um, all good, solid memories. My mother loved Christmas. So everything, we had all kinds of elves and tinsel and glitter and decorations. Um, lots of presents carried over for me with my kids. Um, always a really special time together. Um, and so now we're just kind of in transition. Yeah. Uh, but still as grown so adults, good. they come over and yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's good so far. Krista mentioned Elf. Were you an Elf on the Shelf kid? Because I've no. always wanted to have a client that was so I could analyze their trauma. Yeah, no, no I never. <laughs> I just feel like that is like Elf on the Shelf is just yeah. I, I don't like know. that. I would just sit there and watch the Elf. Yeah, I feel like I was a see kid. Moves. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My mom wasn't into that. She didn't. She didn't understand it. So we never had that. Okay, so no Elf on the Shelf. No Elf on the Shelf. My kids didn't have it. No. My they aunt did used it. to do it she for, because um, she was a teacher. She used Aww. to do it in her classroom. classroom. And how Fun. did that go over? Um, I, I think fine. Yeah. She always had a small, she was in like a small district, so she didn't have a lot of kids. So I don't think she really had too many issues, but mm-hmm. they seem to, I think they all I think really kids love, love it. it. Yeah, yeah they, they love, it. love the elf. Okay. They want to give it like presents or whatnot. Oh, like, because they yeah. want presents in return. Probably. Yeah. Because yeah. he's supposed to go give a report to Santa. So yeah. like they'll make him little like necklaces or something. Like. We mean he does give a report to Santa. Right. In case you're listening with little ears. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had an elf on the shelf. I don't know how it works. That's what I'm told. <laughs> um, well, regardless of your family experience, Sarah, anything, it sounds like you, Tinsel's had really positive <laughs> holiday experiences yeah. and she's still in the thick of it. Yeah. No, it's so, like, it's great. Mom makes where me am breakfast. I going? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, not so much the breakfast, but like I've had some good holidays. So my dad's side of the family, who's up in Connecticut, it's yeah. just me. I'm the only grandchild. So it was always small, but it was still fun. We had a lot of fun playing games. Um, when I was younger, we used to, cause I know we, I mentioned last time I have family down Pennsylvania. Yeah. So it used to be every other year, one year in Connecticut, next year in PA. And it's like a whole different world down mm, there. Cause yeah. the family's much bigger. Aww. We did like, um, well, we called it a, a grab bag. I think people call it like a white elephant or something where you do the, oh, the Yankee swap. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yankee swap. Yeah. We used to do that. So it was just a lot of fun. I always have a lot of good memories. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, Well, regardless of what your family experience is, um, we are going to have Pete Parada, licensed professional counselor, come on and help us all feel a little more connected this holiday season um, in spite of whatever's going on, good, bad. Um, So stay with us. We'll be right back on Lucia at Night with Pete. 
Hey, it's Lucia, and I'm so thrilled to welcome you to my podcast, Well Seekers, bringing you simple, accessible, and real stories and solutions to find your happy and well from the mind down and to learn to form a better relationship with yourself and others. This is real. We're giving you simple, accessible advice and tools to make your mind, life, and world a whole lot more well with knowledge, inspiration, honesty, self-care, and of course, a lot of fun. So join me and the rest of the Seekerhood as we journey to a mind and life you are going to love. Welcome to Well Seekers. And we're back on Lucia Night with our guest, Pete Parada. Pete is a licensed professional counselor who practices in West Hartford, Connecticut. Right now, Pete? Or That's you, right. You switched. You were in Canton. Or are you in Canton I- still? I do. I still have one day a week in Canton. So I'll do Fridays in Canton for some of the families that are local around here. And and then I hang out in West Hartford most of the time now. So full disclosure, Pete is on Mm. Lucci at night because I also am friends with Pete and his beautiful wife, Kelly. Mm. So Pete, this show is dedicated to relationships because we've had Mm. people ask about relationships probably more than any other topic. So we Mm -hmm. wanted to do a show at least once a month where we chatted about that. And actually your wife just texted me. (laughs) Putting my phone down. It's like she sensed (laughs) this conversation. Um, (laughs) We're talking about the holidays because they're coming up. I mean really there are once Mm -hmm. you get into Halloween, it's like it's just a blur now until January fourth, I feel like. And everyone's out of the holiday season. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And there's so much connected to the holidays. And since we are talking about relationships, one of the things that this show is all about is connection and how sometimes, especially now, we're really in an epidemic of loneliness. Because even though we can connect to so many people, we're truly the most disconnected from people in a sort of a social emotional way. I couldn't agree with that more. Isn't it so true? I mean, yeah. You know, you see it clinically. I mean, you go on a date yeah. and and you're, you're, you know, if you're grabbing dinner or whatever, and you kind of look over and you can see couples on a date and they're looking at their phones. It's not in the DSM, but I feel like FOMO should be. Oh my gosh. It apps. I think FOMO leads to, and just so everyone knows that's fear of missing out. Mm. It definitely leads to isolation and depression and certain mm-hmm. things that are absolutely DSM for people that don't know, that's the mental health criteria for diagnosing. Um, it definitely could lead to depression and different aspects that are diagnosable. Mm -hmm. So as we head towards the holiday, I just know for myself when I've had times in my life where I have felt really disconnected, the holidays just exacerbated that by a thousand Mm -hmm. percent. So I'd love to chat with you about, and everyone that's listening, how can we feel more connected at the holidays, especially if we come from I think it's really twofold. I think two things can cause it and feel free to jump in on this too. Mm. I think that part of it can be internal. So you know, maybe struggling with a life circumstance. I know when I was going through a divorce and I still feel like I'm sort of coming out of that, but those like five years, I just didn't want to talk Mm -hmm. to anyone. Like I avoided Mm -hmm. Christmas. So if someone's feeling disconnected, maybe because of something going on in their life, or maybe they're struggling with addiction, some ways to feel more connected this holiday season. And then also sometimes people just have a ton of family dysfunction and they Mm -hmm. don't want to be connected. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what would you say are some ways to approach the holiday season in a more connected and loving way? Mm. Well, you know, speaking to your point, um, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, speaking to your, your point about the ability to connect and my fur, my head goes to, okay, well, that's, 
sort of a cultivated skill. I mean, we come by it honestly, like the want to connect is, is sort of built into our DNA. And, you know, I was thinking a lot about how oftentimes, and I, I apologize if this is a bit tangential, but how oftentimes we sort of place people in boxes. And it's like, if someone has harmed us enough, then they go in the jerk box. Mm. And, and, and when they stay in that spot, even if they do something that's not necessarily characteristic of how a jerk would behave. So if they behave you know, kind of like a human and, and do something nice for us, it's sort of like an anomaly and we let it go. But if we place someone in the nice box, then and when they hurt our feelings, we sort of let them kind of give them a pass. It depending on, depends on the individual, really. And, and this is to varying degrees and kind of speaking in generalities. But sure. largely when that happens, you know, I, I was just thinking, well, why do we do that? If I recognize that someone did something that was harmful to me, can do something that's nice, then I don't have to hold that. In order to do that, I have to let go of some of the harm. In keeping them in that spot, I think in my head, okay, well, if I don't, well, I don't necessarily make this connection, but if I can acknowledge that they can change, well, then I have to change. That has to be developed and taught, you know, and, and the kind of concept of forgiveness and, and to be able to, I mean, these are kind of building blocks of connections, how we connect with other people, you know, and, and when we feel disconnected, it's sort of like, okay, well, Sometimes it's learned behavior that has put us in this position. And, and while the, the want to connect may be very strong, the fear of learning something or trying something different may be even stronger than that. And I think that that sometimes we get tripped up on, on that. Also, there's a whole bunch of societal things that are happening as well. So are you saying, Pete, that we may want to connect, but we're scared to try something new? I think it, I think in many ways, yeah. You know, okay. I think that 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 may be a piece of it. I'm I'm just trying to approach it from as many angles as I can. Yeah. Well, the world has, has definitely gotten smaller from a informational perspective, right? We can look at pictures of things, you know, a world away. You know what I mean? And and we can figure out. You look on someone's via social media. You know, I don't mean to be taking shots at social media, but it's certainly. Um, a useful tool being people, it brings us closer in very many ways, but I think it also has hampered our ability to develop interpersonal skills. Oh, absolutely. I mean, do you know what I mean? That's, and that's, you know, research proven that that's yeah. absolutely. And it's also research proven that it leads to depression and anxiety and different things. And we've talked about this a lot on Wellseekers, mm. um, but it's absolutely true. And that, I think that, that also in, influences connection and our ability to do that. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, how do we get to the root of it? What do we do? What are things that we can do to, to improve that? Well, you know, I think it starts with really setting your expectations and thinking about what is it that I want here? What is it that I'm hoping to accomplish? You know, um, you know, as the holidays start to roll around and I actually love that set your intention or your goal for the holiday. So maybe your goal mm. for this holiday, and I'm just using this as an example, maybe your goal for this holiday is, hey, I want this holiday to be a little bit more toned back. So it doesn't need to look like the Williams-Sonoma commercial with the, mm. you know, 12 places perfectly set and all the sure. family members around the table. That's just not everyone's. I mean, it can look like that. And that's beautiful if that's your goal. Mm -hmm. And how do you get to that goal? Right. And maybe if it's not like a traditional family setting. So maybe those eight 
places aren't, I'm just speaking for myself. I've yeah. often thought like maybe those eight places that I've always pictured in my head aren't my family because mm. I don't have kids yet, right? Like maybe those eight places are a friend's family or maybe there are eight people I invite over that don't have family themselves or kids. Maybe re-gauge your expectation and re-change what you think the holiday should look like. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm saying be intentional about what it is that you're setting out to do, right? Yeah. And if you're looking at, you know, family and you're using that word, I'm glad you brought that up because in my mind, I go to, the, to this place where it's like, it's your life you get to define the terms by which you live it. Yeah. So family isn't always born of blood. In my mind, when I think of family, I think family is born of love. And that sometimes is a chosen family. And that sometimes can be family that, you know, was, was given to you. Oh my gosh. Right? But largely. Stealing that, that's, Pete Parada. That's going to be my next <laughs> meme. <laughs> family is not born of blood. It's born of love. That's, that's beautiful. What I think. Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm going to put my name afterwards, not your. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's all yours. It's all yours. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I probably heard it somewhere anyway, too. (laughs) I'm going to take credit and then I'm going to have like a libel suit because I... Not at all. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, but that's so true. So, so true. It is. And Mm. it's like, it's even... I don't know. I just think of the Christmas. I've spent a couple Christmases with my friend's family in Florida and, you know, got to know his family so well because I was going through a divorce and they became sort of my second family in a lot of ways. My dad had passed away and his dad Mm. was very much like my dad and we got fairly close and I just was Mm. exposed to a whole new family and got to create this relationship that if I didn't say, you know what, I don't want to go to you know, a big family Christmas this Christmas because of what I'm going through and sort of go in a different direction. I would have never had that experience. So I love that. Be intentional now before we get to December 25th. Be intentional about what you want your holiday to look like. I mean, there's lots of holidays in between Thanksgiving, um, Mm -hmm. Hanukkah, and set out to make that happen. Right. You know, and as, as, as we're talking about this, as we're exploring this, I'm thinking, you know, you don't have to be a willing participant in people that are going to be abusive and people that are going to hurt you. Mm, I love that too. It's so, you know, so like, true. It, I mean, there, we have this sort of sense of obligation, which makes sense. I, I get why. And that's, I mean, there is a biological need for us to connect with our family of origin it's mapped on our DNA. Like if you think if we rewind the clock a couple hundred thousand years, right. Where we're living in, you know, huts and things like that. Like if you are on the outs with your family of origin and they sort of are just like, okay, well you can't be here anymore. You're off on your own. Like what happens to the person alone in the wilderness, right? Like that person dies. Got it. Got it. You know what I mean? No, totally. So that it creates a lot of cognitive dissonance or a lot of conflict, internal conflict, when it's like, well, you know, I should show up and be around my family because that's sort of, you know, that's societally, that's, that's the norm, right? We show up and we're, and we're around our family. But if, you know, you're going around your family and they're, you know, making comments about your weight, or if they're talking about your life circumstances, or they feel for some reason that you shouldn't be in the position that you're in, which is incredibly comical because, you know, why should a person do anything? you know, other than what they need to do to live. Right. Exactly. Totally. It's not written anywhere that a person should be working at a specific place or doing a specific thing at a certain time. 
but you know, I'm dangerously close to a soapbox. So <laughs> let's see if I can avoid that. I don't think so. I think you're just saying that there's lots of paths to happiness. And sometimes our family like likes to draw the path for us. And sometimes we don't want to be on that path. And some Christmases or holidays or Hanukkahs, mm. it's okay to, to sit that path out. Well, when I think about happiness, yeah. I think that that's, I think that that's a, a byproduct of doing something meaningful. I think that that's the real purpose for us being here, here being defined as, you know, this earth, really. I love that, too. It is. I mean, happiness is a byproduct. It's not a thing. Right. So, it's, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we forget that, too. You know, and, and to, to, if we're like if I'm looking to be happy. Right. And I'm around family members that are not being so nice to me. Well, mm-hmm. then I'm I'm always coming up short. Always. So we were talking you were talking about setting intentions. What mm. can we do? Let's say we have an intention and we want mm-hmm. to accomplish it and we're not quite sure how to get there. Can you give us some steps to take for us to move towards our intention this holiday season? Sure. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, I think it's it's incumbent upon us to sit down and think, OK, well, what? I mean, you speak in a broad stroke. Let's just say, for example, like I want to feel better this holiday season. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a starting place. Fantastic. Okay. Well, how am I going to, what's the vehicle that I'm going to use to accomplish that? You know, if I have a wonderful relationship with my family, maybe I double down in, in really connecting with them. Maybe I focus, you know, on the, the, you know, the weeks to come, how they're doing. And and we try to set times and things that we can do activities that are going to bring us closer together. If I don't have a closer relationship with my family, you know, and I still want to, to feel better, right? If I still want to have a, a, a holiday season that sort of encompasses some of the stereotypical things that the holiday season is, quote, supposed to have, right? If I want to do that, then what are some of the things that I can do? Well, you know, I think if I want a higher sense of self, self-esteem, then I have to engage in esteemable acts. Like maybe I go to a, a homeless shelter and I, you know, if I don't have any family around in the immediate area, maybe I, you know, give Christmas dinner to them that kind of thing where it's like to be amongst people that society has sort of forgotten about and to donate your time and your efforts to making their their world a little bit brighter. I mean, there's a sense of satisfaction involved in that, that, that you're not going to open. You're not going to see an ad on the television. That's going to provide that for you. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. Pete Parada, as people Mm. are entering into this holiday season, we're actually in the midst of this by the time they hear this. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to say to people, because I mean, it is great advice and some things to at least at the very least explore mm. as we set out to make our own intentions for this holiday season. Anything that you personal wisdom or professional wisdom that you would like to pass on? Not really. I, <laughs> I don't know that I have all that much wisdom other than the fact that you're Oh, thinking- you definitely have <laughs> tons of wisdom. Don't sell yourself short. That's so kind of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, but I was, yeah, I I think, I think if we think about, you know, how, how can I make this situation more meaningful, but that, that keeps coming up for me over and over again, you know, something meaningful doesn't always feel good, right? Like sometimes something meaningful is is difficult. Um, But if I'm going into something that is difficult, how can I take it and find meaning out of it? What can I gain from it? That's going to make me a better person. My approaches to life is what can I do differently? What can I do to improve? Then I'm going to be successful. 
if my approach from life two things now i'm not saying i'm you're going to be 100 percent perfect doing this going forward because there are going to be times when you're you know you're feeling sad you, you need a minute i mean if your approach is i want to be things are happening to me rather than what can i do to affect change then you're more than likely going to end up dissatisfied and unhappy mm. the other thing is too is like if you're feeling something then feel the feeling yeah there's nothing wrong or abnormal about feeling lonely if there aren't people around that you have a genuine sort of connection to you know if your family isn't resembling a norman rockwell painting i mean there's not, there's not necessarily something wrong with you but it, but if you're feeling upset that it doesn't look like that then that's perfectly okay too feel the feeling yeah Right. Totally. And then sort of check in with that and then sort of ask yourself, OK, well, what how can I make this better if I want to make it better? Yeah, I was going to say that if you sense. want to make it better. No, absolutely. It makes total sense. Total, total sense. Um, Pete Parada, thank you so much. Licensed professional counselor. Pete, where can everyone find you? Oh, geez. Yeah, I'm on psychology today. If you're looking to 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 check out my profile there, um, I have zero social media presence. So. If you're looking to connect, you can find me at, at uh, Psychology Today. Uh, shoot me an email. There's a number that you can call on my, my website. If you're looking to you know connect and make changes, then I'm your guy. He is your guy. And thank you so much for being our guy for the last 25 minutes or so. <laughs> you're the best. Give our love. Sorry, can't speak. It's been a long week. <laughs> you're in entire... all. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, you're in you know, six yeah. different time zones. At... I know. <laughs> no. um, say hi to your whole family. I'll text your wife back in just a second when we hop off. <laughs> Will do. There's a place for you at our table, too, by the way. Oh, thanks, Pete Parada. I love you guys. My pleasure. Love you back. Take care. We'll be right back on Lucha at Night. Today's lifestyle demands the best in wireless. And with Pulse Cellular, you have the best options available. Switch to Pulse Cellular for unlimited talk, text, and high-speed data. Coast to coast with no contracts, no credit checks, and no overage fees. One line for $65 or four lines for just $45 each, including hotspot, Wi-Fi calling, and 50 gigs per line. And for all you travelers, we got you covered in Canada and Mexico. Plus, text and data in over 210 countries worldwide. All with the best phones or bring your own. That's pretty awesome. Get the best user experience on mobile at PulseCellular.com. And we're back on Lucia at night. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks to Pete Parada again for being on the show. Um, we are wrapping up such a fun episode and such <laughs> a connected episode too. Sarah Kay and Krista are back here with us. Um, so we're going to be doing a couple things. So at the end of every episode, we have these wheels and they have different things on them. Music and media, your favorite funny app, food, books, person, place, drink, uh, a gratitude, self-care and your favorite social star. And every week we're going to spin and then whatever it lands on, we're going to give you our favorite one of those things currently happening. But since it's the holiday season, we're not going to do that. We're going to uh, just pretend I spun that wheel. Um, and we are going to give you favorite Christmas movie because there's a lot out there that I think, especially new ones, um, mm -hmm. and favorite Christmas song. I'll start. Okay. Okay. Favorite Christmas movie, hands down, a Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh. Has anyone seen it? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you have? Yeah. I feel whenever I say that, everyone's like, never have heard of it, never seen it oh. if you haven't. 
watch it. Mm-hmm. I love I the Muppets. Yep. I watch it on Thanksgiving. So like one week from tonight, we used to growing up, watch it on Thanksgiving to get in the mood mm. for Christmas. Wow. Yeah, it was our family okay. tradition. And then Christmas song, anything but rocking around the Christmas tree. Oh. I don't know if I have a favorite, but I really also like, um, I know people don't, but I like contemporary Christmas songs. Mm. I feel like the older ones sometimes make my heart sad. Do you like contemporary ones that are remakes of the old ones? Sometimes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like give me, I know everyone's I like a lot of Mariah Carey. I'm, I give uh, me a Mariah Carey Christmas anytime. I was going to say, <laughs> I love the Mariah Carey yeah. Christmas Yeah, I song. love Mariah Carey yeah. Christmas. I think that that is my part millennial. Yeah. My well, exennial. And I think it's so funny. I love it. It happens every year. Mariah does it. And there's always some other like celebrity or YouTube star that does it where it's like Halloween night. Yeah. 11.59 p.m. Then as soon as it's midnight, Mariah Carey's yep. music comes, comes on, on and just busts out in yeah. Mariah Carey. I, I mean, this is like. I used to be a singer. I mean, I am a singer, but I used to do it pretty semi-professionally. Hmm. Um so I feel like that is part of it too. Like singing wise, Oh, Holy Night is absolutely my favorite oh, song yeah. to sing. Mm. So whenever same. I, I hear it, you. oh, it's your favorite song to sing too? Yeah. Well, it's oh, just give so- me some. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have none. None. <laughs> Not singing. I love to sing all the Christmas songs, but I agree with you. Oh, Holy Night is, is so beautiful. So it's one of my favorites to sing. I have an old rendition. Maybe we'll post it um, for Lucia at night. Krista brought a bag. I did. Did you know we were going to be talking about this? <laughs> it must have. Well, it. see, this is it's my attempt of Christmas really, music. you know, trying to get in the Christmas Holiday. spirit. So if I lit music, we'll do that. Okay. Mm. So you are know? you just going to pick, first of all, so, favorite movie. Do you have one? Okay. Before, she favorite, has a stack of CDs. I have a stack wow. of CDs. Cause, and they're all like the old John yeah, Williams and the Boston here. Pops and then oh, Nat King the Cole Pops and, and Kid Musics and then Jazzy, yeah. you know, like whole yeah. collection from it's whatever. Beautiful. But uh, movie, I, I don't know. I have to say a tradition was when I was married the second time, we would watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I still, as an adult, when uh, Rudolph is on, I watch that. I mm-hmm. love like the land of the misfits. Yeah, um, I oh, you're making a frown face. No, I'm just trying to think of if there's any new ones. Oh, new ones. Mm, I, yeah, I don't know if there are. What about Elf? Elf is so funny. I had a feeling. Funny. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> Tinsel, of course. Tinsel, Tinsel loves. Tinsel, yeah, I brought that up They're before. They're probably Elf. related. <laughs> Oh, Elf? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she had an Elf tattoo. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't love Elf that much. <laughs> okay, so Rudy, you're pretty classic on yeah, the movie. Yeah, pretty classic. On the songs, anything that... Uh, what might be? Um, this Brown is Christmas. impressive. Oh, yeah. Charlie Brown oh, Christmas. That's yeah, it, that is classic. Yeah. Uh, Pink My mom Martini. loves that. So Charlie we would Brown. watch that all the time. Michael, oh, Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé. Michael Bublé yeah. said something really inappropriate to me once at the Grammys. Oh, oh that's not cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then I have all these mixes. He probably doesn't remember. We'll talk about it in another episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued now. <laughs> like, see, we have Alison Krauss and Neil Diamond and Andrea Bocelli. Uh, Bocelli? Bocelli is I love Andrea Bocelli. 
Yo-Yo Ma singing Silent Night. What is that? Okay, so basically, Krista doesn't have a favorite, but I don't she's have a favorite. I just I reintroduced really this all to all um, our favorite Christmas music, but oh, I do not like beautiful. Have, I like it in my house with candles and the atmosphere. I don't yeah. like hearing it everywhere starting November 1st, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. for two months. Oh. <laughs> that I don't like. Sarah I was Kay. trying to find the, the Christmas station recently, and I, I don't know. It must not I just be on Pandora yet. Christmas, my music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so my favorite Christmas movie, I've brought it up before, is How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I love that Sorry, movie. I can that. quote it, like, the whole movie. I love it. I know someone but, you need to meet. Um, <laughs> I would say, outside of that, I always loved the movie Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Oh. Classic. I love that movie. I don't think I've seen it. That's a good one. Oh. There's one. something about <laughs> Tim Allen. I would watch Elf on repeat, but there's something about Tim Allen I've never found really funny. I know he is funny, yeah, but for some reason he just I've just always avoided his stuff. No offense oh. to Tim Allen. Well, I mean, he's he's really funny. It's not like really. I don't I don't think he really has many like comedic moments in Santa Claus. Yeah. I think it's just more of like the feel good movie holiday movie. Yeah, it's a feel good. Yeah. yeah, it's just the story. Yeah, it's a great one. Favorite song? Um, I'm like Krista. I don't know if I have a favorite because I love all Christmas movie or movies music. Um, you know, I love the Mariah one. I have two albums though that I always listen to, so I love Pentatonics. I think oh, they're, oh, they're on totally mine too. Pentatonic yeah. Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I love. There's one of their Christmas yeah. albums. I don't know which one it is. But I think have they have it. a couple, but it's it's a blue cover. Such a great album. Really I listen good. to it every mm-hmm. year. Mary, did you know on there is fantastic. Oh, that's not the one I want, but I mean I have, but now I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, I want it's, it. Yeah. It's great. It's have, one of their do? older ones. I don't. I don't. I don't. I need to update. <laughs> I need. Yeah, more. I have the white one. <laughs> okay, you know I think it's uh. I think this one's one of their older ones. Okay. Not, not recent. I think it's a blue cover, but uh, it's like my favorite. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, yeah I definitely I have that. to get that. And then we also have, I don't know how we got this. It must have just been some random special, but it's a Christmas CD with Rosie O'Donnell. I don't know how we got it. And you Singing? like it? Well, it, there's some fun songs. And yes, yeah, she does sing Aww. some of it, but she sings it with like professional singers. singers. But there is a song on there with Trisha Yearwood. Oh, God, now I'm blanking on what the song's called. Oh, Santa on the Rooftop. And that's a fun song to sing. That's cool. Fun. I love that she likes to sing along. <laughs> I too. I love the singer. Click. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, well, before we let everyone go, I just want to say, uh, well, two things. One, there is something exciting. We, I mentioned self-care is a big part of what we do here. Um, not only at Lucia at Night, but Well Seekers' whole mission is finding your story of well and self-care. We do have um, a winter box. If you're looking to give people gifts this holiday season, we have Well Seekers hats and shirts and different ways to remind yourself to take care of yourself and each other and to love yourself and the people, places, and things that you care about in your life. Love them well. Um, so for everyone listening, I want to give you guys a holiday discount. If you put in at checkout WS 
NEW10. You'll get 10% off your whole order. So if you want to give the gift of wellness and love, make sure to check that out on the website, wellseekers.com. But for everyone listening to Lucia at night, I just want to say, take a moment to say, if you are feeling disconnected um, this holiday season, I hope that Pete's um, advice and wisdom helped you because it definitely was a reminder that family means a lot of different things. There's not just one definition. And also I feel like some of my best holidays in you know years past has been spending the night after seeing some people on my couch watching Elf, watching all of those movies, listening to holiday um, music and just spending some time um, with myself. So if, I know sometimes it can feel like you're isolated and alone, but maybe cherish that time if you can listen to all of these podcasts and know that we're just here um, by your side and with you this holiday season. Um, and to everyone else who is facing the stress of large families, we hope that you enjoy that too, wherever you are with a lot of people or by yourself. Um, we hope that you're loving yourself and others well. So thanks again for listening to Lucia at night. We hope this is a start to a beautiful holiday season. We'll be back next month with a show all about self-care after a breakup, which there's a high rate of breakups around the holiday season and especially right after the holiday season. So um, if you're facing that, make sure you listen next month when we do um, our show on that. Also make sure to follow us online at Lucia at Night on Instagram. And if you follow us on Wellseekers, there's a special page for Lucia at Night. So you can follow us there. From all of us here at Lucia at Night, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and holiday season, and we'll talk to you next time. But before we go, I see Sarah Kay pulled up Pentatonix. Yeah. Pentatonix. Mm, yeah, What's the name the of album. it? This is the album. That's Christmas to me. Oh, so I think that's what it's- we're going to all buy this. That's mm-hmm. Christmas to me. I yeah. love them. They're the best. They They're great. So talented. I know that you can spend your night in a lot of places. So thanks for closing the door on your day and lighting up your night with us here at Lucia at night. It's such an honor to spend time with you. Until next time, have a great holiday.